Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. He said it doesn't even matter if you're red, white, black, yellow, candy stripes. He said it does not matter as long as you and I confess the name of Jesus and Jesus is Lord and he lives down on the inside of me. He said that's the only thing that matters. Amen. As long as you have found yourself working in Jesus, talking in Jesus, moving in Jesus. He said that's the only thing that matters. Stop sitting up there and making this about a race thing because it's not. It's about the love of Jesus Christ down on the inside of your heart so it does not matter if you're free or if you're enslaved. He says the only thing that matters is Jesus Christ. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Welcome to the Kingdom Rock Network. My name is Minister Kendrick Scott. And again, I will be your spiritual referee for part three of God's game plan. And if you are just now tuning in tonight, I would like to encourage you to go back and look at part one and part two of God's game plan. And so on tonight, uh, I want to I go and get right into this word. So on tonight, we're going to talk about transforming an old man to a new man. Again, it's time to make a substitution, my brothers, and it's time to transform that old man into a new man. So if you would, grab your Bibles and let us go to Romans chapter 12, verse 2, and we're going to look at the New King James Version. And it says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable will of God. Notice in the text we find the word conform. Conform means to mimic or to copy. And so Paul writes the letter and he declares that we are not to copy the world. We are not to mimic the world. We are not of this world. And so there's no need for us as Christians, as believers, to mimic the world. Notice also uh, the word transform as is a part of our text. Uh, the word transform means to be changed completely in every area of your life. Again, the word transform means to be changed completely in every area of your life. And look at the word renewing. Renewing comes from the word renewed, okay? And in the Greek, it means anew. That is A-N-A-N-E-O-O, -O, which means to be renovated, watch this, by an inward reformation. Woo! Again, that word means to be renovated by an inward reformation. What is that inward reformation? The Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. So that lets you know right then and there that you need the Holy Ghost in order to be renovated on the inside out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So when we talk about transformation, there is no uh, greater person to talk about other than the apostle Paul, how God completely transformed him, my brothers, in, from an old man to a new man. So let's take a look at the life of the apostle Paul, amen, and let us go to 1 Timothy uh, chapter 1. And we're going to look at verse 12. We're going to look at this letter. And I'm coming from the New King James Version. He says, and I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, 
who has enabled me because he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. Although, watch this, this is the old man, watch this. He says, although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, an insolent man, meaning he was rude and arrogant, but I obtained mercy, okay, because I did it ignorantly and in unbelief, all right? So, in verse 14, he says, and the grace of our Lord, Jesus was exceedingly abundantly in me with faith and love, which is our Christ Jesus. Notice in the 15th verse, he says, this is a faithful saying. And worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. But Paul goes on to say, which I am chief. Okay. In other words, Paul is letting us know that there is no sin that has been committed or will be committed that he hadn't already committed. Paul said, I am the chief sinner. What you talking about? I've done it and I've continued to do it, but God changed me. God delivered me. God set me free in my mind and as well as in my heart. God took that old man and now he has converted me or transformed me into a new man. So there's no excuses, my brothers. There's no excuses. Amen. Paul said, I am the chief. Of all sinners. I've done it. And so if God can save Paul, if God can deliver Paul, surely he can deliver you and I. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go on. Amen. Let's continue to look at characteristics of the old man. And we can find some of those characteristics in the book of Ephesians, uh, chapter 4, verses 22 through 24. And again, I'm reading out of the New King James Version. Watch this. He says that you, amen, you, my brother, you, Concerning your former conduct, meaning your former behavior, the old man which grows corrupt according to deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. There's that word renewed again. He says, and that you put on the new man which was created to God in true righteousness and Holiness, Amen. So Paul is letting us know that it's time to put off those old ways. It's time to take off that form of conduct. Amen. Those old habits, those things that you used to do when you was in the world. He said, put it off. Take it off and put on that new man. Put on that new culture. Put on that new creation. He said, and do this in true righteousness and holiness. Amen. It does not mean that we're going to be without fault. But we're striving to be better each and every day as a new man, as a new creation in Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Again, let's go look at some more characteristics in Colossians uh, chapter 3, verses 5 through 11. And I'm reading this out of the New Living Translation. And I like how it, I like how it words right here. It says, so put to death earthly things that are working within you. That's that, that's that imitation of the world, those, those earthly desires, amen, something that has no part in the kingdom of God. He says, put them to death, those earthly things that are lurking within you have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. He says, don't be greedy, for a person is an idler Worshiping the things of this world. Amen. Don't find yourself worshiping the things of this world. Idol gods. Idol worshiping. Worshiping things other than God. Putting them on pedestals above God. He said don't get caught up in all of that stuff. He said because of these sins, the anger of God is coming upon you. All right. Verse 7. He says you used to do these things. 
Okay, so when you was an old man, the old man in you used to do these things when your life was still part of this world. Okay, but verse 8 says, watch this, this is that new man that has to come into play. He says, but now is the time, okay, for you to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, talking about folk, dirty language, that locker room talk, things you ain't got no business saying. Amen. He says, don't lie to each other, for you have stripped off the old man time to strip off the old man okay notice what it says the old sinful nature okay and all of its wicked deeds he says now that you stripped it off he says now put on the new nature okay and be renewed as you learn to know God your creator and become more like him he says, in this new life, verse 11, in this new life, it doesn't matter if you are Jew or Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters, and he lives in all of us. Amen. In other words, it don't matter if you're from the north, the south, or the east coast, or the west coast. He said it doesn't even matter if you're red, white, black, yellow, candy stripe. He said it does not matter as long as you and I confess the name of Jesus, and Jesus is Lord and he lives down on the inside of me he said that's the only thing that matters amen as long as you have found yourself working in Jesus talking in Jesus moving in Jesus he said that's the only thing that matters stop sitting up there making this about a race thing because it's not it's about the love of Jesus Christ down on the inside of your heart so it does not matter if you're free or if you're enslaved he says the only thing that matters is Jesus Christ and as a part of that old man we need to strip that stuff off of us. We need, to get, we need to get rid of those things because it's not healthy for us, and it will begin to destroy us from the inside out. Amen. Hallelujah. Other sinful natures of the old man that we need to transform away from. Let's go to Galatians 5 and 19. It says, when you follow these desires, watch this. When you follow these desires, your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, witchcraft, witches and warlocks and, and things of that nature, hostility, always, them, that's, that's those folks that always want to argue, that keep up mess, keep up drama, okay? Quarreling. Quarreling means having a heated argument or disagreement, jealousy, outburst of anger, selfish ambitions, decisions, amen, decisions mean disagreements that lead to discord, division, always being divided, can't never agree on anything, envy, watch this, this is the old man, drunkenness, somebody always being drunk, amen, uh, wild parties, Amen. For my young men that love and enjoy going out to wild parties, amen, you got to put this stuff off. You got to put the old man off. Amen. He says, and other sins like these. Paul says, in case you forgot, let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living this sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. You will not inherit the kingdom of God. Amen. So I come by to encourage you, my young brother. Amen. My, the young man is maybe watching now or later. Get your business in order. Get your affairs in order. God is trying to transform you from an old man into the new man. And the only person that can transform you is Jesus. And you can only be transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
It's time for our mind to be renewed. It's time for us to be transformed. Hallelujah. So let's go and let's take a look at what Paul was talking about in 1 Timothy chapter 1. Amen. Let us go to Acts chapter 9. And we're going to look at several verses there. He says, Then Saul, I'm reading from the New King James Version, Then Saul, breathing threats and murder against the disciples. Disciples meaning followers of Christ. And he went to the high priest and asked letters. He asked for warrants from him to the synagogue of Damascus. So that if he found any Christians while he was on his way, whether they were men or women, that he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Amen. So if he saw anybody that was on their way while he was on his way to Damascus, amen, he was going to bring them into captivity. He says in verse 3, he says, as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shined around from him from heaven. Verse 4 says, then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Amen. That's Jesus asking Saul, why are you persecuting me? Why are you treating me this way? Why are you doing the things that you are doing? Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Young man, young boy, why are you persecuting Jesus? Why are you doing the things that you are doing? Notice what he says. Paul says in verse 5, who are you, Lord? He said, and then Jesus said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. Do you know what a goad is? A goad is a poking device that was used to poke animals or oxen or cows when they got out of line. It was used, amen, to get them to start moving. And so when they got out of line, they would poke them with the goad. And so what God is saying, he said, it's hard for you to kick against this poker. It's hard for you to kick against this poker. And so if you kicking against this poker, why don't you go ahead and just follow and submit unto me? Stop kicking against the pricks. It's hard for you, my brother, to kick against the pricks. God is calling you out to be a new man, but instead you want to kick against the pricks. Stop kicking against the pricks and just do what God has called you to do. Come out of your old self and get into your new self. For God has greater things in store for you and in store for them that love him. Let's go on. Amen. Hallelujah. He says, so he responded. Paul, Saul responded with trembling and astonished, meaning he was shaken. He was afraid. Amen. And he, and he replied back. He said, Lord, what is it that you will have me to do? This is the transformation that was already beginning to take place in Saul. So notice what, he, what Jesus told him to do. He said, arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you, will must, what you must do. Amen. God is going to give you instructions when it's time for you to have your, when it's time for you to receive your change. When it's time for your transformation, God is going to give you spoken word of instructions, whether it be from a man or a woman of God, that's going to in line and put you in the place that you need to be in in order for you to receive your transformation. Notice verse 10. He's, verse 10, it says, Now there was a certain disciple, certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And he said to him, He said, Here I am, Lord. So the Lord said to him, Arise. 
Go to the street called Straight and inquire at the house of Judas, for there be one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he is there wet, praying. Paul is, he is, Saul is already praying. And in a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias coming to him, putting his hand on him so that he might receive his sight. Verse 13 says, then Ananias, and he said, hold on, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And then I said, oh, 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 wait, wait a minute, Lord. You want me to do what? I done heard about this man by the name of Saul. He's killing Christians for your name's sake. He's murdering and carrying Christians into captivity for your name's sake. And you want me to lay hands on him? Anytime that there's a transformation to get ready to take place, God will always use a vessel that's going, to, that's going to get ready to help you get into that place the way you need to be. What, look at verse 14. He says, and there he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. Verse 15 says, but the Lord said to him, go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine, and he is there to bear my name before Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many sayings, how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. God said, hold on, wait a minute. He's one of ours now. I got him. We, I done saved him. I done set him free. I done transformed him. While he was even on his way to capture saints and to kill saints, I transformed him and made him a new man. I just need you to do this for me so that I can get the glory. And Ananias went his way, and he entered the house and laying hands upon him, and he said, Brother Saul, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road that you came has sent me so that you may receive your sight and be filled, watch this, with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Paul, right then and there, was transformed and received the Holy Ghost. He, and watch verse 18 says, and immediately, right there, that transformation took place. He said, there fell from his eyes something like scales. That old vision fell off, and he received his sight at once. The new sight, the new vision had begun to fall upon Paul. He could see a whole lot differently than he could before. Verse 20 says, immediately, watch this, the change has already taken place. Immediately, he preached to Christ in the synagogues that he is the son of God. Hallelujah. And so, just like I tell you, my brothers, amen, if, if God can deliver Saul, surely he can deliver you and I. There ain't nothing too hard for God. God can do anything except fail. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old things are gone. And a new life has begun. I'm so excited about my new life. Are you excited about your new life that has begun in Christ Jesus? I'm so glad that you don't look the way you used to look. Amen. Now let's look real quickly at some uh, new man characteristics. Now that that old man has been taken away, let's look at some new man characteristics. Amen. Colossians 3 12 through 17 in the New Living Translation, it says, since God chose you, yes, you, my brother, God chose you to be the holy people. He loves you. Yes, God loves you. You must clothe yourself, means you must put on, with tenderhearted, mercy, 
kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. He says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Amen. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Amen. I don't care what the world is teaching. The world is teaching that you can still do the same old thing, sin and do this and that. As long as you go to church on Sunday, you ain't got to change your ways. You ain't got to change your mindset. You can still do whatever you want to do and still make it into heaven. That's wrong. That's false. That's what we call fake church. Amen. You got to forgive one another. You got to turn your life around. You got to make a complete change in every area of your life. He says, but above all, clothe yourself with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your heart. Amen. Stop, stop arguing, stop fussing, stop fighting. Let peace of God rule in your heart. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace. And always be thankful. If you don't do nothing else, always thank God. Verse 16 says, let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your life. Teach and counsel others with the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. Verse 17 says, and whatsoever you do or say, do it in representation of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him, God the Father. In other words, amen, when your life has been turned around, when you've made a complete, when a complete change has been taken over your life, God says, find yourself teaching other young men. Find yourself teaching those about the word of Jesus Christ. You are a new man. Your new life has begun. And so since your new life has begun in Jesus, now allow the Holy Spirit to change you. Allow the Holy Spirit to produce fruit in your your life now you got fruits of joy now you got fruits of love now you got fruits of patience that old stuff is falling off of you now you got fruits of kindness now you got fruits of goodness now you got fruits of faithfulness now you got fruits of gentleness now you got fruit of self-control the old man is being renewed day by day you have been transformed into a new man you will begin to encourage yourself through the word of God I shall live and not die through the word of God you will declare yourself that I shall be the head and not the tail. Through the word of God, you will declare to yourself and tell yourself that I shall live above and not beneath. You will begin to tell yourself through the word of God, you will be like Paul and say, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. The new man will be able to call those things that are not but as though they were. The new man will be blessed in the city. He'll be blessed in the field. He'll be blessed going in and he'll be blessed coming out. The new man will say to himself, when I was a old man I used to think like that but I don't think the way I used to think I don't talk the way I used to talk and I don't go the places that I used to go the old man used to say the people that I used to hang around will begin to influence me but it's time for the old man to be shed at all so now that I'm a new man I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength and so in other words you sit up here and you talking about everything else but instead of talking about God let's talk about Jesus how Jesus saved you, how he rescued you, how he turned your life from being crooked to being straight. 
I just thank God that there's no more partying days. I thank God that there's no more weed. There's no more drinking. You ought to tell yourself I'm stronger. You ought to tell yourself I'm wiser. You ought to tell yourself I'm better now than I was before. Thanks be unto God who has given me the victory through his son, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You ought to pat yourself on the back, my brother. I was once old, but now I'm new. And I thank God now because I'm able to pray and I'm able to pray through things in the spirit. And now that I receive the Holy Ghost, I can bind and I can loose things. So now that I'm better and I'm a new man, all things have passed away. And behold, all things have been made new. And I just give God the glory on tonight. Amen. Because some of you now are saying to yourself, it's time for a change. And you know it's time for a change because God has been pricking you. God has been poking you with the go-ad. And you feel it in your spirit that it's time to make a change. Make a change, my brother. Make a change on today. If you're in high school, college, stop going to those wild parties. Stop thinking that you got to be cool to fit in, that you got to drink to fit in, that you got to smoke weed to fit in, that you got to do all this sexual immorality stuff, pornography, all that lust, all those things that, that would not allow you to inherit and get into the kingdom of God. You do not have to live like that. Come out of your ways. Change your ways. Change your life. For the word of the Lord declares, he said, out of no wise will I cast you out. Understand, my brothers and my sisters, that it is his will that not any of us should perish, but have eternal life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. I'm done. Amen. I am done. And I just believe that if you are watching tonight, whether you're watching later, that God is pricking at your heart. And he is urging you to change. We got some things we got to clean up. Our lips, cussing. Talking dirty, talking nasty, perverted, perversion. Those things that are on our mind that shouldn't be. Ask God to come into your heart and renew you. Psalms 51 and 10 says, Psalms 51 and verse 10 says, Create in me, O Lord, a clean heart and renew in me a right spirit. Ask the Lord to come into your life and to change your wicked ways so that you can put on the new man and you can put to death that old man. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you on tonight. Father, I just ask that you will just touch some man or some boy. Change their mindset, God. Change their hearts. Renovate them on tonight, God. Father God, whether they're watching now, whether they're watching later, Lord God, allow your Holy Spirit to come in and cultivate their hearts. Cultivate their minds, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, I'm asking right now, Lord God, that you will just touch them, Lord God. Touch their mind, touch their heart, Lord God. Renew them, Lord God. Do a complete change in their life, oh God. Renovate them, Lord God. Refresh them, Lord God. Renew them, Lord God. Make them whole again, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, continue to prick those hearts, Lord God. Continue to prick them, Lord God, so that they will feel that pricking, Lord God, and they will no longer continue to run, oh God, but they will run to you. Father God, I pray, Lord God, that you will save that man, that you will save that boy, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that you will give them strength, Lord God, to continue, Lord God, to come and see about what you have for them. Lord God, allow us not to sin anymore, Lord God, but to call upon the name of Jesus. For if we call upon your name, oh God, you will give us rest. If we call upon your name, oh God, you will strengthen us. If we call 
call upon your name, O oh God, we'll receive power. If we call upon your name, O oh God, you will deliver us. If we call upon your name, O oh God, you will transform us. And so, God, we ask for a transformation to take place. We ask for a spiritual transformation to take place in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. Renew their minds, O oh God. Renew their hearts, O oh God. Fix them so they can be about your business, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, God. And so, God, I just ask on tonight that you will just have your way like never before. Lord God, continue to shape and mold your men into what you have called them to be. Raise up a generation of men that's going to serve you, that's going to praise you, and that's going to worship you. Father, we thank you, and I call this prayer to be so and done, and it's in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I give God the glory. I give God the praise. Amen. For the ah, Hallelujah. I feel the transformation already beginning to take place. I feel the change already beginning to take place in your life. Allow God to change you. Allow God to change you. My brothers, I urge you, I beg of you on tonight, let God change you. Don't allow it to be too late. Don't allow God to come back. Don't allow Jesus to come back. And you have not found yourself being saved. And you have not found yourself being filled with the Holy Spirit. And so if that be you on tonight, and you say, Minister, I hear everything that you're saying, and I want to be saved. I come to you tonight, and I'm going to pray this prayer. And I want you to understand that you have to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. For the Bible says, if I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus died on the cross, he was buried, and he rose on the third day, the Bible says that I shall be saved. Understand, my brother, that the wages of sin is death. We don't need to find ourselves dealing in sin. Again, the world lets you know that you can do all that stuff and still be saved. That's not so. That's false. That's fake church. Let us pray. Father, I pray on tonight for the young man that wants to receive your salvation. Father, I pray, Lord God, that as he's heard the word on tonight, allow him to harden out his heart. Father God, I pray that on tonight that he believes your word. He believes the death, he believes the burial, and he believes your resurrection. And so now, Lord, allow your spirit to come upon him so that he can find himself in a Bible-based believing church so that he may be saved and his life will be transformed from the old man to the new man. Father, I pray your spirit be upon him, those watching now and those watching later, and it's in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want you to understand again that it's not about the prayer that you pray, but it's about the relationship that you have with Jesus Christ. As I told you in part two, commit to praying, commit to reading and studying your word, fasting and praying, and get saved for salvation is key. Building that relationship with Jesus is key. God the Father, Jesus Christ the Son, and Holy Spirit, our comfort and our helper. Until next time on the Kingdom Rock Network, I'll see you again. Good night. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. 
It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.